Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Kyle. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I am your producer, Matt Duncan. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Wonderful to hear your name, sir. Um, you're my own personal Maddie D, and uh, I'm lucky to have you. Um, Matt, there's a lot going on in uh, in our kind of like podcast world with there the is. Sonar Network. And um, I feel like we got some vital info for our listeners. Can you Can you give it to them straight or what? Are you talking about the uh, contest that we have through the Sonar oh, you Network? you better believe. You better believe I'm talking about the contest. I can talk to you about that. So the Sonar Network is having a fan art contest. Now, what you have to do is submit your fan art of your favorite Sonar Network podcast. So uh, if you could for us, that'd be great. Uh, if you Honestly, like another one, yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. Wrapped a bit. If like, it's the bedpost, if it's, you know, uh, landlord and tenant or my gorgeous son or the immigrant uh, section or, you know, uh, uh, the, that's fine. You could, you can, whatever you're inspired to draw. But here's the thing you can win a pair of Studio Regent two headphones. I think they're valued. You know, I have a lot of headphones. Uh, I like headphones a lot. I think they're valued around 130 retail. Not bad. They're wireless. They're Bluetooth. Uh, I'm sure they sound pretty damn good. They look sharp. Guys, Matt knows a lot about sound <laughs> everything. So this is for real. Yeah. And uh, the rules are you just, you got to be following the, at the Sonar Network on Instagram. Use the hashtag Sonar Fan Art and tag uh, at the Sonar Network in your your submission. So just post it on Instagram. The deadline is October the 15th. You can submit one per person, and hopefully you get picked for uh, to win these headphones. I will say, I feel like I've seen some bedpost fan art that is, it's a pretty... It's up there. It's uh, it's pretty damn good. So, listen. I, w- I know a lot of people who <laughs> listen to this pod are are good at drawing, and yeah. all I'm asking for is me midair flying towards the net, clearly jumping off some flubber. Um, <laughs> come on, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I know if you listen to this pod, you know I like flubber. You know Matt likes flubber too. He even he giggles every time I mention it. So it's like, give us some flubber love, right? Yeah. You know what, Freddie? Uh, I, you know, I haven't r- ran this by you yet, but what if someone does a f- some fan art of us? We put it into our next episode's artwork. How about that? I, I would do it. Yeah. I would do it hands down. All right. Um, assuming it's flubber based. Yeah. It's, if not, we'll talk. <laughs> Please make it flubber based. We are obsessed yeah. with flubber on this podcast. Just even a bit of flubber. You're, you're a shoe in for me. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, you know, to take things back to the, uh, the, the serious, uh, often racist world we live in, um, you know, here, here at the pod, we're, uh, we're always concerned with, with ugly things, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the Steve Simmons question from, from a couple of weeks ago, um, or this goddamn deputy 
who won't stop being publicly awful and bigoted and racist towards Masai Ujiri. Um, I don't even really want to repeat the like outlandish, you know, like basically like just out like like outright terrorists or sorry, you know, he, he compared Masai to a terrorist. Sorry. Um, I, I didn't even want to say that because it's so it feels so ridiculous to say because it is and it's just a bigoted kind of hateful thing. Um, and it's too bad that it's continuing on and uh, Messiah Jerry has to deal with this kind of stuff. But it also does highlight the systemic nature of racism and the over the top outlandish behavior by police. Uh, it's frustrating to me that this guy has a megaphone to to say these things and that in a countersuit, you know, like we saw the video in the countersuit still has the audacity to like mudsling in this, in this awful way. Like uh, it's just, yeah, it's frustrating that his words keep getting out there. And I think that's a product of uh, the natural, uh, (laughs) you know, power differential that's created in a, a white supremacist society. So, uh, yeah, you know, keep working towards defunding the police, um, keep supporting, uh, you know, black people around you and the ones that you, you know, are like need help and black lives matter. Uh, it's, it's frustrating to have to live in this all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we're good to start the pod unless Matt, you have anything to add. That fucking sucks. That's all I'll fucking say about that guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. Fucking he sucks. sucks. So bad. Get fucked. Um, and that's us Canadians say, get fucked, bud. Honestly, get <laughs> fucked, bud feels good. That's a he's a get fucked uh, bud scenario. Um, but Matt, if you feel like we're good to go, please just give me the okay. Okay. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's bring on guest number one. Um, we have been friends forever, uh, AKA since college, but that's a really long time since I'm in my thirties. Um, this guy writes for, uh, this hour, uh, I don't know, bare nests, a uh, bunch of stuff. Like he's, he's awesome. He's hilarious. He's a serious XM top comic. He's got serious reach. He's from Cambridge, so I assume he hates Kitchener's Jamal Murray. Give it up as loud as you can for the one, the only, Adam Christie. What's that for everybody? What's up, buddy? Just did a very dramatic um, screen uh, pan down for everyone watching on the YouTube channel. I'm looking at you, four (laughs) people. uh, (laughs) they they, they need it i mean uh i feel like there i feel like it was a dramatic you know intro and you yeah you you lived up to it so cheers no crowd too small for adam christie that's right (laughs) this guy will dance in an alleyway with no one looking just to entertain himself right dance in an alleyway while people throw beer bottles at me like jackie chan and rumble in the bronx (laughs) 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 remember that famous scene uh, I, I, I 100% do uh, remember that famous scene and shout out to Jackie Chan, one of the world's best clowns, uh, fantastic uh, actor. And he's, he's the best. Uh, I, I, I honestly watched a lot of Jackie Chan growing up. Honestly, can I just say that what I remember from that movie is the kid playing game gear with no game in the back. Oh yeah. Check the tape. 
the but kid. I think, a, I think there was a point to that. Didn't they mention that in the movie, Matt? Uh, well, no. Like, there's. Well, it doesn't was. Some, doesn't somebody go? There's no game in. It. <laughs> well, I think. That's oh part yeah. Of the movie. I just remember oh, having yeah, so much big, fun with it. Let's pause. Let's pause the podcast. <laughs> Rumble in the Bronx until that scene, and then I'll be back. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. Honestly, now's the time where you need some people to take charge. Um, <laughs> let's bring on guest number two. Uh, he's on the pod a bunch of times. Uh, he's hilarious. He's an uh, improviser, sketch comedian, co-creator of Ming's Dynasty, um, which is on CBC Gem and Fuse TV, which I'm, I'm reading on Twitter because I'm like, you know what? I should be able to list the things that the people are on. Uh, it might be uh, more helpful for the guests uh, and the listeners too. Uh, give it up as loud as you can at home, even if you're alone, for Anthony Hall. Yeah! Happy to be back on the pod, baby! Yeah, buddy, happy to have you. Um, You know, just checking out your background. Is that a Canadian's jersey? No, it is an Edmonton Oilers jersey. Connor McDavid. <laughs> Connor, okay, yeah, Connor McDavid. Uh, hope he gets well soon. Um, That's right. I, I'm praying for him as we speak. Cheers. Cheers. Let's all pray for Connor. And uh, I guess maybe also my eyes because maybe I'm colorblind that I fully saw an Edmonton jersey and thought it was a Habs jersey. Is it? It's like the like, dress, you know? Is it blue or is it white? Or? <laughs> right. I was like, what the hell is Matt saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's whenever the Oilers and Canadians play each other, no one knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, they're like, oh. They're like, who scored? It's why Bob Cole uh, lost his mind a little bit. (laughs) Oh, that's the Bob Cole backstory. Also, I'd like to say Anthony Hall, not a lot for the YouTube viewers on his intro. Big disrespect (laughs) move. Noted. uh, Noted by the YouTube (laughs) Confederacy of Dunks family. Sorry to the the three to five uh, viewers. I do it for the audio guys. That's why I come in with uh, incredible energy during the sting. It's all for the audio. Fair. Okay. Cheers. Um, I'm really appreciating this uh, guest rivalry. Honestly, I don't stoke that enough. So, so that's on me. Let's, let's get talking basketball. Um, Obviously the NBA finals is the big deal, but we're Raptors pod. So we're going to hit up some Raptors stuff first, Maddie. uh, I don't know what you got, but I'm sure you got something. Please give me your finest Raptors sting. Hashtag RTZ. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to time out when I think it ends. <laughs> You're on it. Um, You're on it. People need to know RTZ. Hashtag RTZ. <laughs> um, not what, is hashtag- RT- what is RTZ? Um, it's the, it's, it's the Raptors hashtag. I, I truly don't know where the, where the Z or the Z comes from. It sounds um, like the Raptors airport. Like, I honestly don't know what RTZ yeah, is. I think that's what it, it's supposed to be like. RTZ Raptors. Is it, is it, yeah. is that like the Raptors wing? Like Raptors. The, of the, of the, air, of the air Canada center? <laughs> Welcome to, yeah. <laughs> Flying into RTZ for some Raptors news. He threw that RTZ. sounded pretty slick. That's a rough flight. <laughs> yeah, that's a like being a bag man for RTZ. Ooh, ooh in a so cold winter. RTZ is you know what happened at 9/11 on RTZ in Gander, Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot on the tarmac in the summer. 
and it's cold on the tarmac in the winter. You don't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, uh, uh, Adam, I'm, I'm going to you first. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just listened to the uh, low post with uh, Windhorse and Zach Lowe, and they had Nick Nurse as a guest. It was a mm-hmm. nice pod. Um, they kind of talked about a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, talked to Windhorse a, lit, a little bit too much. Kind of forgot that uh, 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 Nick Nurse was there at some points. I'll say this. There's something going on with Lowe and Windhorse, and I feel like Lowe is being forced to work with Windhorse. I have no <laughs> proof. I have no proof of this, but there's a couple times. Like, I think Zach Lowe doesn't want to share his pod, but people are like, listen, you're the top guy. You got to work with all our people. And he's like, ah, fine. That's yeah. just a total out there take. I don't know if it's true. Wow. But, um, okay, so, so you listen to it perfect. Um, they're talking about zones, uh, and you know, Miami's got a, a bunch of zone love, uh, especially in the conference finals. We did a ton of zone stuff throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of like the story of, uh, our series against Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given that hopefully Fred as well, but given that it looks like OG and Pascal are our future guys and they're both incredible defenders, likely all NBA defenders in their career. Is that where this Raptors team is headed? Are we like a kind of like this defense first team for the next couple of years? I think so. And I think we've seen in the Eastern conference, especially Freddie, that the precedent has been set. The defense is, is kind of the way that the sport is going. Mm-hmm. Cause you look at the Miami heat, you look at the Boston Celtics, you look at the Los Angeles Lakers, who I'm sure we'll be talking about pretty soon is all That's these right. teams are now playing defense and strap yourself in. We're in for a boring next five years of basketball <laughs> cool as hell. Uh, I like it. Um, uh, you know, I think long, if you've been a basketball fan for a long time, you go, you follow the ebbs and flows of the NBA. You've, if you're, if you're me, you've watched a Detroit Pistons San Antonio final um, where, where mm-hmm. barely a point was ever scored. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it was exciting. And um, check those uh, box scores. Check the, the box final, scores. The final where the Pistons won the final score. I don't know if you know this was 14 12. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's beautiful. That's, that's good basketball. Um, uh, Anthony, what about, what about you? Do you think this is like a, kind of like where, where we're headed, where the league's headed? I don't know. Do you also, let me throw in as well. Do you like that? Um, yeah. Okay. So I think specifically to, towards talking about the Raptors, I think, yes, it is where we're headed. I think league wide, we're touted as having one of the top defenses. So I think it would be, stupid not to invest in more players and continue to cultivate the talent that we already have to build out our elite defense. Um, let's stop those threes. Um, let's, uh, get tougher in the paint and be able to have some guys who can rebound, maybe offensive rebound as well. That would be a treat. Yeah. Um, his history. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think, yeah, the league is moving towards a, a little bit more of a defensive minded um, play style. Um, yeah. Like Adam said, it's going to be a little bit boring, but you know, this is the ebb and flow of how the league evolves. The, I guess the meta of how, it, how, it, how it all works. And um, I'm sure there's going to be players that will break that mold and mm-hmm. make it, you know, 
harder for people to lock down. Like, you know, no matter how hard you try, you're not going to be able to lock down Giannis all the time. So, I mean, it is what it is. And defense wins championships. All the yeah. sports. Yeah. Also, and, we've talked about this before. The Raptors aren't the sexiest team. We don't have like a sexy Dame Lillard. We don't have yeah. a sexy like uh, even a Jamal Murray, a Luka. So mm-hmm. we kind of have to be that like boring defensive lockdown team because, ladies and gentlemen, we've seen what all uh, what our all NBA <laughs> star does in the playoffs, and it's not uh, not nice, not too good. No, but on defense, it is pretty good. It's great, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, yes. Um, let's, uh, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with you, Anthony. Um, and this is, this is something I, I hope you, this is a question I hope you took seriously. Um, there's a lot of parks in Ontario <laughs> and, um, a lot of them are beautiful. Some, some are just like parkettes or whatever, but, uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there. If you like this winter, you know, like, yeah, just thinking about it with COVID in mind as well. Um, what, if you had to take a Raptor to a, an Ontario park, um, for a day trip or maybe camping or something, what park would you go to and which Raptor would you take? Okay. I thought about this long and hard and I, I took some notes. Okay. Um, I don't think I'll be leaving the city uh, at, at very many points during the winter time. Fair. Uh, so we're going to stick with a park that I love to go to here in Toronto and I'm an East end boy. So we're going Riverdale park East. Ooh. Okay. Oh, Beautiful okay. park. I'm going to take my guy, Mufuzi Chef, Sergi Baca. I'm going to dig out an old toboggan meant for two to three people. I'm going to give it to him. He's going to have that. I'm going to get on a GT snow racer. We're going to have a great time tobogganing down those little hills there, Riverdale Park East. I brought a thermos of coffee, got a little bit of Bailey's on the side. Oh, Maybe a bottle of Jameson. We're having a great time. Okay. Uh, and then maybe afterwards, uh, we go for some dim sum because I know Serge loves dim sum. He loved Rosan. Uh, it's probably going to be gone soon. So we're going to have to maybe go to Rosewood, hop on the old 505 Dundas and go from Riverdale Park East to Dundas and Spadina. <laughs> wow. You even take it out of the park. I like that. Um, I honestly, I, 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 all I can say is thank you for taking my question seriously. And Adam is the one who kind of started some competitive juices here. So I hope he has a good specific answer as well. Adam, what park and who? I'll tell you, Freddie, I would take uh, Fred Van Fleet to Ontario's beautiful Algonquin park. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a trip. And I would take him to a very specific location uh, looking at an island, and I'd say, "Freddie, take a look. Uh, take a look right there. What do you see?" And then I, I imagine Freddie would gasp. He'd go, <gasps> "He go, that's not the inspiration for Northern Island by Group of Seven painter Lauren Harris, is it?" <laughs> and I would say, "Yes, Freddie." It is. And he'd wow. be like, I love, cause Freddie, as we all know, loves Tommy Thompson. He loves the group of seven. Uh-huh. I feel like it would be a really good, I, I feel like there's no time for these Raptors, no time for these guys to get out there and see the beautiful nature as, as painted by some of the, the, the classic, classic landscape painters of Canada's history. So wow. that's my answer. That's, that's also, also wonderful. <laughs> um, 
Matt, I usually don't, you know, I don't want to yeah. put you on the spot, but I'll just let you think oh, for a second. No, I got it. I, I got one for you. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, I was going to say mine, but please. I'm going to give up. him the, uh, you know, this person I'm going to take. It's going to be Kyle Lowry. Let's start there. Okay. You know, my family's from the West side. I know Anthony's from the, over on the East. Uh, so I'm going to give him the full West side experience. The park we're going to end up in is Centennial Park in North Etobicoke there. And uh, we're going to have a good game of Frisbee golf. They got a decent uh, course there. But uh, we're going to, before we even get there, I'm going to take them down on Royal York. We're going to go to San Remo's Bakery and we're going to get some big sandwiches made for this day. Not a and, park, but go on. No, just just, <laughs> yeah. just to bring to the park, Adam. Okay. You can't just, well, you, you can't just go to a park and sit down. You'll pass out. Matt Adam Duncan's and- favorite park, California sandwich. <laughs> 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 it's a beautiful park and uh veal parm but sorry matt go on i would just say yeah no like yeah you get a serious veal parm at san remo's bakery shout out there on uh, royal york and uh close to judson and uh yeah we end up at centennial park there's lots of options there too maybe he's gonna look over kyle wants to hit the batting cages for a bit fine maybe he's gonna bring his drone we'll just fly that around in a field his drone. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of toys. Matt's bringing a lot to the park. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to San Ramos. I uh, just got some of their donuts. The oh, other day. they're the Wonderful. best. I had a cake made there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't know about the cakes. I don't know. Is that okay. wrong? Yeah. That's fine. No, I don't it's, think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. Donuts were so good. Mm. There goes the San Ramos sponsor. <laughs> I know. No. Oh, man. If they sponsored us, I'd... Uh, die of donuts <laughs> um, but uh yeah i like that homer simpson's uh actually no never mind i was gonna say the homer simpson in hell eating donuts but then he doesn't die i think anyways uh i would die okay but uh mine is is uh masai ujiri yeah um colonel samuel smith park you take kipling right into the lake that's where it is there's a lot of birds but more importantly there's two views. There's one kind of like south towards like Hamilton, Burlington, right? Mm-hmm. A little okay, bit yeah. smoky. Mm-hmm. Then there's a view of Toronto and the island. And I would just look at them and I would say, that's already yours. That's an amazing, <laughs> beautiful thing. You can head towards the U.S. and, and, and the smokestacks, but I'm just saying that right there is yours. <laughs> Also, thanks for joining me in the park. This is such a nice day. I can't believe you're walking around Colonel Samuel Smith Park with me. Cheers. Whoa. Um, and he'd be like, we're, we're just hanging out, dude. Like, you don't have to thank me for hanging out. I would, though, still. You're cool. Um, yeah, you know what? You take him to the park that we went to at our Humber College days. Hey, oh, which what? one's that? That's, that's the park. That's, that's the park. Colonel Samuel Smith. That's oh, is that what it's go. called? Like, Get high for the first time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also, you know, you do some bonfires there. They got the skating um, rink there too, the the, the, the uh, path that is a skating rink. I don't I know, don't, Matt Duncan. I don't remember the skating rink. Humber College, you're, 2005. You were clearly at Humber at a different time than us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's move on to uh, my last rep, Raptors question. And it's almost like a segment because I feel like I talk myself like to a certain edge and then I just need to be either like talked off or like here, like if it's a segment, it's going to be called talk me off the ledge or pop me like a Pez. 
Okay. So <laughs> the, the thing I'm talking about this time, and we'll start with you. Uh, we'll, we'll go to you, Adam. Um, so it's about Tyler hero. And I think that I'm, I may be just getting an obsession going here, but I, you know, I, I, I feel like the only thing that we, we didn't see from nurse is, is trying a bunch of our bunch of our bench guys and kind of like throwing more shit at the fire and seeing if we could somehow push Boston in a different way. And for me, it's hard to see, Miami trust guys like hero who I know is drafted higher than, than our, our rookies. Um, but, and you know, probably it's a higher ceiling, but it's just like, it's not just him. It was Duncan Robinson. Uh, now it's Kendrick Nunn and then, you know, in the finals, but I just feel like there's something there. Like maybe Spoh's got something nurse doesn't in terms of like, kind of like, I mean, he does in terms of experience, but anyways, talk me off the ledge or pop me like a Pez. Adam Christie is like, like, okay, here's where I'm at. Norm, just just Norm say Powell, is Matt Thomas better than uh, Norm Powell is better. <laughs> you imbecile. Norm Powell is better than Tyler Hero. <laughs> Terrence Davis maybe is Matt Thomas. I'd probably not. Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say Norman Powell is right now. Listen, Tyler Hero's like 16 years old, for God's sake. He's, he's 20. No, I, I just mean he, he's, he's spreading his wings in the playoffs. And I feel like we had guys who could also spread their wings. So that's, Yeah, people are getting... Talk, talk me off the ledge or pop me like a Pez. You know what hey, I mean? Listen, I'll talk you off the ledge. I'll pop you like a Pez. People are getting crazy horny for this guy because he scored 37 <laughs> points in that one game against Boston. It was unprecedented. He's a young boy. It looks like everybody's son. <laughs> um, no, he does a cute. He does a little like uh, thing with his uh, uh, lip now. Little scowl. Um, Ooh, yeah, people are snarl. excited. He's the youngest starter in the NBA Finals history, so people can get excited about this guy. It's fun, you know. He's probably going to be pretty good. He's pretty good now. I know, like he. I think he's very overrated for what he is right now. But I don't know. As far as the narrative goes, it is fun that he's doing what he's doing. But yeah, I take Norman Powell over Tyler Hero. What are you nuts? And no, I wouldn't take Matt Thomas over Tyler Hero. What do you okay. mean? But what about Terrence Davis? Terrence Davis, I mean, uh, Hero's better than Davis in his rookie year, if that's what you want to know. But I mean, if like, like if, if Davis were on Miami and Spoh's like, I'll give you 20 minutes a game, you think he could do some stuff? Like, do you think he'd be a factor right now? Yeah, sure. Do you think Terrence Davis would uh, score 37 on the Celtics? No. Something that not. no Raptor could do? Fair, fair. That's that's very fair. Okay, uh, I feel like that's that's a, that's uh, maybe I'm still on the on, on the ledge. Um, Anthony, yeah, talk me off the ledge or pop me like a pez. I'm gonna pop you like a pez. Okay. I love Tyler Hero. Um, I had followed his brief career at Kentucky, and I watched him in March Madness, and I and I thought, man, this guy's gonna be a stud. And I think him getting picked at 13 by an already pretty good Miami Heat team was like such a steal. And he's really shown that. Like, I think he's, uh, he's a big time player. Cause you know, he, he calls his own number when he has a chance to take those threes and he is consistent. Um, he stayed in the Instagram models. He's going crazy, man. Okay. Um, but I, but I do like his play style. And I think that like he is better than, uh, uh, TD. Uh, he's better than Matt Thomas. And, I Does he understand like, the grind? That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Does he understand the grind? 
I don't know. I watched a video about how he spent his first million, and sure, he understands the grind. I don't even know what that means, but that just sounds cool. GQ, how did you spend your first million, right? Or yeah. what did you do his first paycheck? It's a lot of dumb yeah. stuff, I think. Tons of dumb stuff. He was yeah. just like, I bought a lot of clothes. And I was like, all right, well, yeah. I mean, at least you're good at basketball. You're not very smart, but yeah. love you. Yeah. You were born. You don't know what 9-11 is. <laughs> is that a real, is that a thing? He's born in the year 2000, Freddie. Oh, yeah, but he probably knows what it is. He doesn't know what happened in Gander, Newfoundland on that faithful day. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't know. He probably doesn't know the uh, the Newfoundland angle and how welcoming the folks are there. Um, it's it's uh, the big rock. I love it. Uh, let's uh, let's let's do some NBA uh, bubble stuff. Um, Maddie, uh, I know you got an NBA sting for me. Might be silver with a tugboat. It might be something else. Uh, whatever you got, give it to me. This is Adam Silver. Oh yeah. <laughs> they call him Adam. Adam Silver, hey. Um, it is a good metaphor for Adam Silver, though, isn't it? He's, he is the tugboat just pulling the MBA to safety. No. No. I'm going to go ahead and block that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he's he's a tugboat roving around, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Uh, Imagine after you won the MBA uh, t- title, a tugboat gives you the Larry O'Brien trophy. <laughs> You got to go to the closest pier. That'd be cool. And it's Tugboat like the, the only place you can hold the trophy is Antarctica. <laughs> like wow. you got to. Wow. I realize I maybe don't know how to pronounce that word properly. So Antarctica. Check me out. Antarctica. Killed it. A- Ant like A N T. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Like Antarctica? <laughs> no, I wasn't going in that. Wait a second. It's actually named after an ant. You know what I mean? But no, I'm sure it's uh, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, let's uh, let's talk some NBA finals. Um, so, you know, Jimmy is uh, doing his thing. Uh, obviously, LeBron James and AD. This is like, I'd, I'd say the narrative is is mostly around kind of like the Lakers wins anyways, like, like AD exploding. This last one was more of a shared thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, who, who, who else is kind of standing out to you uh, in, in this series? Like who, who's the best player that isn't those three guys? I mean, maybe he's not the best player out of who's not those three guys, but or who's playing the uh, best. Yeah. I'm a, a big sucker for the old tall white dudes who can shoot. So Duncan McBride Robinson has to be my pick. Uh, I think he, I think he's awesome. Like I, I love his story. I love that. He didn't think that he was going to be a pro basketball player and just reaching out to sports journalists to be like, Hey, like, how do I take the next step when I'm not playing basketball anymore? But I love his like quick release shooting, how he can just like bounce off of screens and just, uh, just jack it up like willy nilly and, and like make it most of the time. Um, I watched him when he played, I think he played three years at Michigan. I watched a couple of, uh, his tournament runs and I, I really like him. And like, I've, I've seen like nothing, but just like solid play from him across the board in the last two series is um, he wasn't incredible last night, but Duncan Robinson, he's my guy. Duncan Robinson. I, I think it's a good pick. He's a spacer. He's I'm, I'm just looking at basketball reference right now. He's played uh, the fourth most minutes for the heat. So 
He's clearly in like the majority of their rotations. Um, Adam, who's your guy? Who's your, who's your best guy that isn't, cause it's kind of a weird series in that sense. Like without, you know, Dragic and Bam just came back. Those three are all like, yeah, like massive stars. And then everyone else is like kind of, yeah, not like, not even like that tier below, like not threatening to be an all-star even. Well, Freddie, I'm glad you said all that because I, I, I don't have an answer for this because I think, listen, shame on me and shame on all of us because okay. I truly believed at the beginning of the season that the Lakers wouldn't make it out of the second round because when you <laughs> saw, let me just go through this list. Okay. This is, I'm going to make mine into a game. I'm going to name a player. And if at the beginning of the season, the Raptors, um, signed this player how mad would you have been okay okay Wait, uh, got- out of well, so what's the, what's the level here is it like not mad mad very mad okay the the mads are going to be the new um spicy chicken sandwiches at mcdonald's so either it's uh spicy either it's scotch bonnet or either it's the third one do we know the third one ghost pepper, pepper. Ghost pepper. spicy Scotch bonnet, ghost pepper, the hottest. Oh, McDonald's algorithms are going to love this. Okay. Yeah. So, so imagine beginning of the year, uh, they announce uh, Dwight Howard is going to be playing for the Raptors. How mad are you? Ghost pepper. Uh, yeah, I'm also ghost pepper. Furious. I think he's, I, I, at the beginning of the season, I'd be like, this guy's so washed. I'm like writing into Raptors, MLSE. <laughs> uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope gets signed by the Raptors. How mad are you? Ghost pepper. Let me say not mad. Not mad, just regular no. spicy chicken. Just regular spicy chicken, yeah. Habanero is the regular one. That would have been I, my Stanley Johnson, like, Ronde territory, where I'm like, huh. I always thought, like, Contavious Caldwell Pope was, like, the definition of a uh, replacement-level player. Yeah, like I would agree. If it's like you put, like, imagine, like, oh, imagine this player got injured in blank shooting guard, like, 50%, like, rated 72 on NBA 2K, I'd be like, okay, I'm envisioning Contavious Caldwell Pope. But after last game, like this series, he's been amazing. It's Yeah, he's outperformed that, but that's not unfair. Last Um, night he made some clutch shots, like huge, huge shots down the stretch. Markeith Morris gets into the Raptors. Um, Also not mad. Yeah, I think I'm okay okay with him. Rajon Rondo Rondo gets into the Raptors. Ghost Pepper Fury. Ghost Pepper, for sure. But see, all of these players are doing it. Like, at the beginning of the season, I thought it was just like LeBron and Anthony Davis and this, like, ragtag group of morons. JaVale McGee, I'd be, I'd be like, any, literally Furious. any of these players, <laughs> if they got signed to the Raptors, I'd be like, well, we're tanking. Or, like, I don't even yeah. know what we're doing. They're, like, worse than Stan. It would be like another Stanley Johnson where we're like, do we, did we like lose a bet or something? Does Masai owe somebody like a favor or something? It's just amazing that they've been able to do. And I guess it's a testament of like LeBron and Frank Vogel, but like man on D they're good. Like they're just locked in. Like all of these players are giving something and it's kooky. Yeah. I also, I feel like, um, you know, I mean, this is such a, I'm such a broken record on this point, but like this was, the the league is kind of like remaking itself year um, in terms of like, you know, there's, there's, there's no golden state. So like, I don't think the Lakers are like world beaters. I think if the Lakers, this Lakers defense had to go up 
Uh, you know, although, you know, they went against um, Houston though, and then they, they did a pretty good job there. But like, mm. I do feel like maybe like I would have liked to see them against Dallas. I would have liked to see them against some like other. Oh wait a second! Also Denver. You know what? So you went against Denver. You know what? Yeah. Let, let me just uh, walk that back a bit. But I, I think there's no there's no overwhelmingly good team, and I think their defense is looking so incredible against like, I think Miami was ranked like 15th on D or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, in the season, they were like the best three point shooting team, but they had, didn't have a lot of good shot creators. Like so much has come together in the playoffs for Miami to make it here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and anyways, to your point, the Lakers, I don't think are like an overwhelmingly good team. And my answer hilariously enough is Rondo. I think he's been the best player that isn't LeBron. Um, AD or, or Butler. It's, he's, it's, he's that, hitting threes. It's insane. Yeah. And he's also just so like, so composed, like, like yeah. Rondo's a good player for sure. And, but I think like sometimes like you're seeing it now, like people are being like, and people said Rondo was washed up a couple of years ago. It's like, he was. Okay? He is. He absolutely regular season was. Rondo, Ron, regular season Rondo is terrible. We're just seeing the rebirth of playoff Rondo and I hate it. Well, and also uh, like, you know, LA's like flaws, like they're just not going up uh, against a team that's good enough to like push all of their flaws to the point of being like, I mean, and you know, like, like Adam said, credit to Vogel for sure for making all these guys play so well and credit to LeBron because it's anytime, you know, LeBron's on a team, it's like that dual inspiration of kind of like, he's the leader. Plus there's also a coach. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, like how Howard and Rondo would be poison. They would be a net negative on any other team. If they were playing on that team, if you yeah. had Rondo, you'd be so mad. Yeah. I want, I think Howard particularly is the guy who's like, okay, fine. I'll just do what I need to do and be a good teammate. And he did that for like seven teams and they all fired him. Yeah. So for him to do that this year, it's like, wow, LeBron, Say what you want to say about LeBron and Vogel, or like they made it happen for yeah. Dwight after all. I, I mean, this guy is like, if if you don't remember, go look up his really weird joke poem um, that he gave at a press conference when he joined. It wasn't the Lakers. I think it was like the Wizards, but he like had this thing where he's like, I, I, I won't even spoil it, but he makes a pun on every single team's name that he's been to. And it's not funny. And the reporters are like, please stop. Um, And also he already played for the Lakers and tanked the franchise. That's right. Like for the Lakers to be like, let's run it back again with this nightmare player that we had. Yep. Like they Um, didn't learn that lesson and it was like good that they didn't. Yeah. I think he's realizing that this is his last chance at a chip as well. Like he is not the Dwight Howard of years past, like you don't see like his dynamic athleticism that you saw when he was playing with Orlando, when he was Superman. Um, and I think like he's, he's calmed down. He's like, if I'm really going to make a legacy for myself and these are the last, uh, chapters of my career, like I might as well be respectable, be like a good defender and put up like meaningful minutes on a good team. Hearing you say, that he was Superman reminds me that he's had a very long career. Um, 
you know, he's probably, or I mean, I think he's like, I don't know all the whatever in between criteria, but I think he's a hall of famer and has like pretty ridiculous rebound and defensive numbers. Uh, although yeah, you know, had so many years of just being like this, like a kind of a joke and like such a weird middle end of his career. And if he does get his first ring for LA, it's going to be hilarious. It's redemption. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of hilarious Lakers. Who, <laughs> who It's going to be like, when you see, you know, him, waiters, Smith and McGee all being like, we got a ring. Yeah. <laughs> this oh is my nuts. <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah. It's um, like, it's like this team is like LeBron, Anthony Davis, and then the big green. Remember yeah, that movie? I do. Kids who can't play <laughs> soccer. It's like, he it's like, it's like this, it, it's like they're all learning a valuable lesson at the end and all using their skills to actually mm-hmm. bring something together. It's insane. It's beautiful. Um, let's, uh, Anthony, I'm going to hit you with this, this question. So um, this is a, this is a choose your question type scenario. Um, a, uh, how does a fourth ring impact LeBron's like overall legacy, assuming the Lakers are win, or if you think that the Miami heat are going to win, um, how does, how does this comeback happen? Like what's, what's the story for their comeback? Okay. So I think for the drama of it, I want Miami to come back. Okay. So tell, walk, walk, walk me through it. How does it happen? Um, I think, I mean, they almost won last night and that's true. And like Bam is not 100%. They don't have Goron and they weren't playing super well. Um, but I think what they have to do is they have to feed Bam and Bam has to duke it out with Anthony Davis. They have to stop the Anthony Davis three, which is like easier said than done. Obviously like he, in this offense, he somehow just like runs around and gets open and like, uh, and he's just been so clutch, like shooting the three. Like, I don't even understand. I know. And he's not even a three point shooter. Like in his no, no crazy. Um, and I think like in order for Miami to win, I think it's probably not going to happen, but, uh, I think Goron has to come back and he has to just go crazy and, uh, and distribute and make big shots as he does. And Tyler hero also has to just consistently score like, <laughs> 30 points. Um, and I think, I think that's the only way that Miami comes back. And then finally LeBron gets a, a reverse sweep and then people get to be like, ha greatest player in my ass. Oh yeah. I mean, if, if LeBron <laughs> lost, Oh my God, that's a whole different thing. Like talking about his, yeah. LeBron's legacy. If he loses this is hilarious. Actually yeah. people will, I f- yeah, it will be fun to podcast about that because people. Yeah, it'd be like insane. the ring chaser narrative will be. Oh my so god! Strong. Yeah, like, and 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 just the opposite of what you know Adam was talking about, like all these like kind of like journeymen being like, "What? I don't want this guy in my team." If they lose from three one, the slow like breakdown combustion of that would be would be a sight for sure. It's, it's gonna be it'd be Houston levels of destruction. Oh, it would be amazing. Um. And yeah, I th- I agree. I think Miami like actually like winning is some form of them like, you know, bam comes back. He's a little bit healthier. They somehow 
you know, you get to three, two, and then it's like, Oh my God, Dragic's going to play like 10 minutes. And then it's like, he slowly gets healthier, but it was heartbreaking watching him try to like warm up yesterday and like seeing the pain in his eyes that he like could not, uh, go like, yeah. it was just like that, that hit me pretty hard. And I, and I don't even like Goran Dragic that much. I was like, I was like, why am I, why am I feeling this way about Goran Dragic? Well, cause you're watching someone's life journey, you know, like get to a point like that would be like, can you imagine for us if we get to the finals and Gasol's like, I'm out. We'd be like, that sucks so bad. Um, right. Adam, uh, where, where are you at? If you like, if you know, if you think Miami's going to do this, tell me how it happens. If you don't, what do you think about LeBron's fourth title? I mean, I don't want to, I wouldn't count Miami out. Listen, and wow. also I think par- part of the reason why I think we feel bad for Goran Dragic is he's the world's oldest looking 33 year old. Like he looks like, <laughs> like he's got like this salt and pepper. That's just like a 58 year old man. salt. yeah, he's been an accountant for 20 years, but I also think, I mean, I think the Lakers are going to win. I think, I think out of all these teams, like I think it's real cute, especially for the Eastern teams to be like, Oh, there are so many teams that could do it. Like the Raptors could have won. The heat could have won. Boston could have won the nuggets, but it's like out of all these teams, really the Lakers look the, like the most effortless doing it. Like all of their series, like we'll see with this one, but they just went to five with every series. Like they didn't really have trouble with anybody for sure. And I think, I mean, LeBron's legacy is going to be the same. Listen, LeBron's the second best player of all time. And he can't budge Michael Jordan off because all these losers and freaks won't ever like dethrone Michael Jordan as the greatest of all time. Cause it was the nineties, the shoes, the three back-to-back to, or the two back-to-back-to-backs. He's just some, he, I think he's just cementing his legacy as the second best of all time. Unless uh, he can win like the next, unless he gets seven rings, which, you know, I don't want to count LeBron out, but it, I don't think <laughs> it will happen. But um, yeah, I think, I think he's just going to, like all these people who get cute and they're like, Magic Johnson's actually, it's like, shut the fuck up. Like LeBron is number two. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I do get a bit cutesy with, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like I had, like, I feel like the way it settles in my brain with all the rule changes is kind of like Jabbar was like the best of a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was Jordan and then now it's LeBron and it's like pretty damn hard to compare those people with each other. Yeah. Um, I do think that, uh, like as far as like ideology and stuff like, yeah, it's like a fourth title maybe makes the fifth and sixth and seventh more possible. But I, I don't think a fourth is enough to, because when you're talking about LeBron, that's kind of like where it's at. Like he's not like, you know, at this point you're, you're not being like, Hmm, is like Kobe better than LeBron. It's like, no, he's so, he's so far past Kobe, Duncan, Jack, any of those types of guys that you're kind of just so looking, it's a weird game of like looking at like incredible, impressive, incredibly impressive feats from each person. It's like, well, he retired a bunch. And then it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And then it's like, well, this guy was like, basically became a GM, you know, yeah, while yeah. he was a player. It's like, yeah, that's pretty crazy too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel uh I feel, I feel like I got the answer I wanted there. Um, Great. You know what I mean? Like Great. That's, that's, <laughs> it, it's sitting right. Um, but let's, uh, let's uh, finish this up with some quickish questions. Ooh. 
Does that sound fun, gentlemen? <laughs> All right. Um, Maddie, uh, I know you got something. So please give me your most beautiful, <laughs> quickish questions sting. Quickish questions. Sip of water. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Guys, um, you know what's up? Uh, this is Quickish Questions. I'm going to read these questions as, as clearly stutter-free and, you know, cognitively as, as possible. It may not happen. You have to answer as fast as you can. You can't hum and haw or phone a friend or, you know, <laughs> no, no delay tactics of any kind. I think uh, question three, we're going to make a, I'm going to turn it into an all play, I believe. Um, but uh, let's, let's do Adam, Anthony, Matt. Okay. Uh, Matt, fire it up. Adam. Yeah. Does LeBron drink Jimmy's coffee? <clears throat> pardon me. Does LeBron <laughs> drink Jimmy's coffee out of spite or is it undeniable and robust flavor? I think LeBron doesn't drink coffee. I think he drinks some like weird uh, gelatinous cube uh, drink every morning. <laughs> yes, correct answer. He's like, inject me with my Soylent cube. Cheers. Um, <laughs> Anthony, um, do we get a Dion Waiters sighting in the finals? Absolutely. He's the human victory cigar for the LA Lakers. I would love to see the edible king in action. <laughs> Edible Making King. some threes. <laughs> Edible King's good. Um, okay, this this is what I'm going to turn into the all play. So Matt, um, uh, these are some uh, the like the best of the '60s players. Okay, and here's the context I want you to answer this question. Cheers. Um, how would this team do against the current Los Angeles Lakers? Yeah. So it's Bill Russell. Yeah. Uh, Will Chamberlain. Wow. Um, Elgin Baylor. Okay. Oscar Robertson and Jerry West. So how does that team do against the, the Lakers? Uh, and uh, sorry, I should say there's no three point line in the series. Okay. For both teams. Um, I would say that that old sixties team for sure is going to beat this Lakers team in like five games. Okay. Old sixties team for the win. Um, Adam, uh, that same old 60s team uh, versus the Miami Heat. Uh, no three-point line. Well, wait a minute. Like, uh, like, are they eight, like Jerry West is like an 80-year-old man. That was never specified. <laughs> that was never specified. Oh, no, I thought it, I thought it was them in their prime. They, wait, they, wait what, you know what? Let me just reread this. If it doesn't say prime. <laughs> them now? 60s. Sorry, Matt. Um, Adam, oh, yeah, you've, you've uncovered something. a stupid something. question. Yeah, well, that <laughs> unfortunately didn't get that clarified, but I'm going to say the 60s team still beats the... <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think Jerry West drops 48. Wilts, oh my God. Okay, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, Anthony, now, uh, just to throw in a third team here, um, what about, uh, so Russell, Wilt, Baylor, Oscar, West against our Toronto Raptors? No three-point line. Yeah, I think the 60s team wins. They're like the best players of all time. Even if they are in their ripe old age, they got it. Okay. Uh, well, let's make this last one an all play as well. Um, oh. Matt. Yeah. 
Are Danny Green and Iguodala finals friends or foes? I think that they are foes because they're a couple of old pros. Ooh, okay. Limerick Jones. <laughs> Ron James on a cliff. <laughs> Adam, um, friends or foes, Danny Green, Iguodala, you know, they've seen each other in a lot of different ways, you know? Spurs, Heat, Golden State, Raptors. <laughs> these two teams as well. I think if you're out there and you don't respect Andre Iguodala, you're garbage. And I don't think Danny Green's garbage. I think he's a nice guy. So I think they respect each other. I think you're going to see at the end of the series a very long handshake, maybe a couple jokes at the end of the game. And that's a Christie guarantee. I love it. Mr. Christie. Yeah, maybe they're such friends that you, you even see Iguodala being like, hey, I heard one of your two snakes passed away. <laughs> I smuggled into um, the bubble. Iguodala is going to be buddying with everybody. I bet everybody's going to give like crazy hugs to Iguodala. Everyone oh, yeah. loves Iguodala. 100%. Uh, Anthony, uh, friends or foes? I think they're friends. There are two guys who have been in the finals a bunch of different times and uh, for Iguodala, he finessed his way off of a bad team to a team that made the finals. And Danny Green uh, was like, you know, I'm going to go play with LeBron. So in a way, he finessed his way to the finals as well. So those guys, friends and finesse. Ooh, okay. You know what? There's a lot of nice alliterations here, and I'm pretty proud of myself for the snake joke. Um, <laughs> Can I ask you a quickish question? Sure. Do you think LeBron's been padding his stats, uh, sprinting for a easy defensive rebounds to take away from other players? I don't know, but I hope so. Um, he's, been, he's been sprinting to some rebounds. Ooh, like Russell style, like. And he's been yeah. uh, he's been really dogging it, getting to that half court offense. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my eye out for that. And keep your eye I open no- for it. If I notice that he gets a rebound, he shouldn't. And even if they're going to clinch it and win the finals, I'm turning the TV off. <laughs> he stole one. He, he tried to steal one from Rondo yesterday, and it was a turnover, and it was like a six point game. It all, it almost did something. If Ooh, the if okay. the Lakers go just up, my just my t- tin cap uh, conspiracy head. Okay, I like it. If the Lakers go up by like twenty in the or like even fifteen or something like that in the next game, will LeBron take his shoes off again and just be standing there in his socks? Uh, I hope so. Um, yeah. I, I liked when the confetti was like, you know, he took his shoes off, sat down, the confetti <laughs> was going down. It was like, hmm, I guess time stopped. Um, Puts on a yeah, snuggie. I, 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 and just, there, there was a good, there's a good Dr. Manhattan meme, like on Mars, yeah. like just chilling out, you know, wondering about the earth's mysteries. Um, guys, that's, uh, that's the pod. We, we made it all, all the way. Yeah. Uh, thank you both for doing it. Um, Thanks for everybody for listening, Obvi. Uh, Anthony, let's let's start with you. Um, uh, what's going on? What do, what do you want to promote? If you don't want to promote anything, what do you want to say? Um, let's see. What do I got cooking? Um, yeah, like we talked about at the beginning of the pod, my uh, digital series, Ming's Dynasty, can be streamed, uh, all episodes, uh, for free in Canada on CBC Gem. And uh, I think for free in America on Tubi or... Uh, you can check it out if you have Ficto. Uh, I've also got my own little podcast cooking uh, here in Quarantino. Uh, it's called Book It Vince. It's a wrestling dream match booking podcast with uh, my buddy 
Martin Bennett. So if you are a wrestling fan, uh, swing on by. Uh, it's available on all your favorite podcatchers, and you can follow Sweet. me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Holland Jokes. Amazing, yeah. dude! Uh, wait, so like when you say like uh, like fan or like like um, dream matchup booking, are you like do you theorize about how a match would go? Yeah, so we basically take uh, two wrestlers uh, or groups uh, in wrestling history that may have interacted with each other briefly or uh, may be impossible for them to interact at all. And we book a storyline and talk through it and uh, how the different moments would look and what the outcome might be. Can I, uh, can I suggest one for a podcast? I want to as well, but yeah. Can I hear um, big boss man? Oh, good. All right. Yeah. Write this down. Big boss man versus an 82 year old Jerry West. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. Who wins? <laughs> Hell in a and cell. Whoever Hell in wins, a cell. <laughs> whoever wins is the new logo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you might have wow. a boss man logo for a bit. Oh uh, boy. Okay. Well, uh, my suggestion is all of Dusty Rhodes' characters versus all of Mick Foley's characters. Oh, that's great. That's and a four uh, by beautiful. four. And Gold Dust doesn't play by anyone's rules. So, um, <laughs> as we but, all know, uh, Adam, um, you got a you got a million things going on. What's what's up? Well, Come we'll check me with. out. Drive in JFL, October twenty fourth. Get in your car, park it, listen to my stand up comedy. Oh my god, amazing Great show! Where I is that stand up? Com- uh, by the water somewhere. I think it's by Sound Academy. Oh, that's cool. On a Sound Academy JFL. Uh, I haven't done. I'm going to be very bad. I'm going to bomb. But there's four other comics who might not, and then I'm not going to do stand up comedy until May. So. If you want to get some of this, you got to come to that. Folks, mm-hmm. no way he bombs. Um, no, no way. Because any, anytime he's struggling, he has a, like a basically a yak back of me in his pocket. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's a yak back where I can like coach him along. Or, <laughs> um, sometimes he like, it goes too fast and he can't understand. But um, no, you want to com- see me doing stand up comedy to a uh, hundred cars. Come on down doing crowd work. On <laughs> Guess what? I'm coming. No car. So I'm going to be at like a, like a different roving personality um, <laughs> during COVID people like that. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, thanks guys. Uh, this, this pod has been a hell of a time. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone, you know, rate, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.